Hello, everyone, and welcome to Van of Chicago Land Stories, Episode 8. I am your host, Pete Castanis, and this program is sponsored by Nelson Brothers Furniture Company. your Nelson Brothers credit power, enjoy life now. Admire the 17-piece Paramount Living Room Group. Everything from rugs on the floor to pictures on the wall. A world of rooms priced the warehouse savings way. From $588 down to $244. Yes, you have credit power at Nelson Brothers South. Halstead near 65th. Cottage Grove near 63rd. 9605 South Cicero Avenue. Nelson Brothers North, Broadway near Lawrence. Lincoln Avenue near Belmont. 1751 North Harlem. Nelson's Warehouse Sales, 2750 West Grand Avenue. Open Monday and Thursday until 9 at night. Sunday 10 until 5. Nelson Brothers love me. And they'll love you too. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And we are back. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed that uh, commercial for Nelson Brothers. I used to watch that whole time on WGN Channel 9, most of the time on that channel and probably others. And uh, that went out of business for a long time. But I do remember, as well as everyone else, the commercial and the locations of it and that wonderful jingle. Anyway, I'm going uh, to talk about a few, couple things today. Uh, first off, I just posted... Uh, something on my social media accounts. It was a photo of a Chicago newsstand. Most of us have grown up and we used to see those all the time in the city of Chicago. Now, kids today, I doubt it. They they, they don't probably don't know what it is. Uh, their parents have to explain that to them. Anyway, so uh, I found that photo and I found it fascinating. And that showed a lot of magazines on display and they had their newspapers uh, for sale. Uh, I remember seeing them when I was little, going downtown with my parents. Uh, they had them almost on every corner. Um, my parents never bought newspapers. Later on, they subscribed and had them delivered. And there was one particular newsstand that I remember, and that was in the Roseland neighborhood when I was in the 70s, and it was on the corner of 111th Street and Michigan Avenue, right across the street from Walgreens, and that was from right there. And then there was a Chicken Unlimited from the other block. I mean, it's on the other side. So anyway, uh, I used to see the I used to see comic books, um, Mad Magazine, Cracked. Um, sometimes, uh, Playboy and Penthouse, uh, I was very low. I didn't understand that, but mostly it was Playboy. They had them in plastic and right in the back. And, uh, I remember it was so colorful looking at those covers, magazine covers. Uh, I'm trying to remember what magazines were there. There was uh, time, life, good housekeeping, 
popular mechanics. Uh, yeah, a lot of those. And it was, it was wonderful. Uh, I don't know exactly when they went away, probably, well, probably when the internet took off and, uh, maybe about 10 years ago, I could be wrong. So it's, everything is digital now. So I, I prefer not to read anything digital. Well, on my desktop, I do. But uh, if it was a book or a comic book, which I collect, uh, I would, I'd rather have, hold it in my hand. I like turning in plays. I like to read, especially at night before I go to sleep. You get relaxed. And it's very enjoyable. But um, with digital, you have a computer and sometimes it hurts your eyes, but you can adjust the the lighting of that, but it's kind of bulky and you can't read it on a phone. You could, but I prefer not to. So the best way is to read something when you hold it in your hand, like a book or a magazine. And, uh, that was a, that was a cool photo I just posted. And so far I posted it about an hour ago and it's, uh, people have taken notice and they love that. I haven't read the comments yet. so we'll see later on. Another thing I want to mention is a um, another post I posted about a day ago, and it was called Vala's Ice Cream. Now I never heard of this brand, but uh, this brand, but I've heard of the company that made it. it was called Goldenrod. I've heard of them, but they I don't remember seeing them in stores. Anyway, so I looked up some information about that uh, company, Goldenrod, and. Uh, Let's see. I got it right up here. Yeah, it was a factory, and uh, it was located on Pershing Road and Michigan Avenue, right near IIT. And uh, Goldenrod has been around for a long time. And this particular brand of Valas, which Goldenrod made, they had all kinds of wonderful flavors and it's uh it was it was called Vala's the world's most expensive ice cream so when i found that ad it was a flyer it was a flyer excuse me and they had some wonderful flavors and i'm reading them and i won't read all of them because there's too many but i'll read some that uh that was really appealing to me uh here's bavarian cream fudge butter Butter, butter pecan fudge and a lot of fudge, chocolate cream, uh, Swinsburg almond that sounds good, chocolate chip mint, which is my favorite. Uh, they had uh, orange sherbet, peppermint stick, cheesecake, mm. spumoni. I like that. Uh, coffee ice cream, I like a lot of people don't care for it, but I like it. Um, banana split and coffee cognac. I wonder if. If there was really cognac in it, I don't know. That would have been interesting. I doubt you would get drunk after, you know, a few spoonsfuls of it. And uh, interesting enough, this company was founded. I have the name right here. It was a man called, his name was Louis B. Olin. And he was a son of a Lithuanian immigrant. And, uh, well, first, the company was uh, elsewhere, but uh, he uh, he uh, ran the company for a long time. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, two of his great grandsons were were very famous. 
uh, in the film industry and television industry too. And there was, uh, the actors were Ken Olin and Chuck Olin. Uh, I'm not familiar with Chuck Olin, but Ken Olin, I know him uh, from television. Uh, He was an actor in in 30-something and Falcon Crest. He played uh, a priest, which was unusual. I remember seeing him on the show. But 30-something, I didn't watch much of it, but I do remember him. And uh, uh, right now, they're both directors. And uh, I don't, Ken doesn't do much acting. I haven't seen it. But I found that very interesting because uh, he grew up in Chicago and then, and then they moved to California. And uh, the company, Goldenrod, uh, went out of business around 75 or 76 and it was acquired by Bressler's uh, 33 Flavors. So that's uh, that's interesting. So that I'm, I'm glad I found that post because very few people remembered it so well. But they do remember Goldenrod and used to be available at every corner uh, drugstore or ice or grocery store. They would find that. Okay. See what else we talk about. Uh, yesterday, somebody mentioned about the 50th anniversary of Harry Carey being the announcer of the Chicago White Sox, which today is their opening day here. And uh, I, I remember Harry Carey watching him uh, broadcast the Chicago White Sox uh, on Channel 44. First, it was on Channel 32. It was there for a few years, and then. It moved over to Channel 44, and I remember Harry Carey advertising for Falstaff beer, which was hilarious. Uh, I love I love watching those, and uh, people claim he was half drunk or entirely drunk. Uh, I don't know, but he had his famous glasses. I, I thought he was he was a very colorful guy. I, I liked him. I'm not crazy about baseball, but I love history. I love baseball history. You know, like, uh, for example, one of my favorite baseball movies is Pride of the Yankees, starring Gary Cooper. Uh, and they used to show that on Channel 9 all the time, and I loved that movie. And it was sad and very enjoyable. So they mentioned Harry Carey being the 50th anniversary of starting at, the, you know, started broadcasting for the Chicago White Sox. And uh, he was there for a long time. Uh, then I don't remember when the White's, where the White Sox moved, probably back to Channel 32, and then probably Channel 9, I suppose. And then he went for the Chicago Cubs. But I, I forgot what year he went there. And uh, so I want to talk, talk about a little about Channel 44. I wrote a story about uh, Channel 44 in the old days where they had uh, very interesting programming. And I wrote this story about uh, year and a, about August 18, 2019. You can still find it on my blog, advancechicagoland.blog. And uh, Channel 44 was WSNS-TV and uh, went on the air on April 5th, 1970. And it was all news, all news. And uh, I don't remember who broadcasted the news, but it it wasn't on 24 hours a day. Probably about, probably started airing 9 o'clock and ended about maybe 10.30 or so. And then it was on, and then that that continued until 1972. And then they started adding um, old movies and talk shows. One talk show I remember was called Dimensions, and uh, they added the year. I remember Dimensions 76, 77, 78, and so on. It went on for a long time, that talk show. So uh, 
I didn't watch much of the old movies on Channel Forever, but I do remember the reruns of old TV shows. So I'm going to read off a few so you can remember. And the uh, first one off was, of course, Speed Racer. It was on Channel 32, and then it moved to Channel 44. And there was Prince Planet. That was another uh, TV show from Japan. And uh, it was uh, dubbed in English. I, I still have DVDs of that. I, I like to get the complete set. But I heard um, that's a there. It, there is one set, maybe a couple, that's on eBay and it's in Japanese. It's kind of expensive, but it's all complete, all fifty-two episodes. So hopefully it'll be re-released in English. So I'll read off the uh, programming. There was a Leave It to Beaver. I remember that Adventures of Superman. Uh, there was a show called Mundo Hispano. And they had college courses uh, during the during the day. I remember seeing those uh, when I was little. I didn't understand it, but they showed most of them in the morning. Yeah, mostly in the morning they uh, aired those. So uh, that was very interesting for that. And uh, let's see what else. It was Felix the Cat, uh, Deputy Dog. Uh, they also had Peter Gunn. I love that show. And I have the DVD. I watch it all the time. Uh, there was Mr. Lucky. They only ran for one year. So that was based on a movie with Cary Grant. Of course, they had the Munsters, uh, Gomer Pyle. Um, other shows that came, uh, they've been acquired later on was I Love Lucy. I remember that. Uh, my fa- and there was a lineup from five to six. I remember when I came home from school and uh at five o'clock was my favorite Martian and Hazel. That was a that was a I love that combination. And I remember the promos of the shows that they were advertised on what time. And there was the other ones were Room 222, The Untouchables, and there was an obscure TV show called Colonel March of Scotland Yard that starred Boris Karloff. And I found that on DVD recently. I, well, not recent, maybe a couple of years ago. I haven't seen it yet. Of course, they had uh, reruns of Rocky and Bullwinkle, which I love. And uh, they had a TV show called Popeye with Steve, and Steve Hart. And he had a he had a mannequin. He had a dummy. And they used to uh, do skits and introduce Popeye cartoons. And I think I remember K.O. commercials, you know, the chocolate drink. I remember that. That went on for a few years. And I, uh, I found Steve Hart on Facebook about a few years ago, and he's uh, still alive and kicking, and uh, he shares memories of the of his shows. Other shows that were on air was uh, Bonanza, Wanted Dead or Alive, Maverick, Flipper, uh, F Troop. I uh, just found out this morning one of the actors passed away on F Troop. It was James Hapton. I think a lot of people remember him from the uh, Burt Reynolds movie, The Longest Yard. And uh, he was the father of Teen Wolf. That's that movie would start Michael J. Fox. And uh, he seemed like a very nice man. He did a lot of television, a lot of television. It's sad he passed away. There was other game, other shows, excuse me. Other shows was Sports Spotlight, On Deck, if you remember it, The Movie Game. I think Channel 7 had something similar like that. I don't know. The, I don't know on the top of my head. Maybe I'll find it in a later episode. Uh, they have Think Theater, which is their own creature features there. So uh, I remember that. And oh, and there was a Rick Tally Sports, and then other Japanese other Japanese shows was Ultraman, Johnny Sako. They had game shows like the Dating Game, uh, Gong Show. 
they had Dinah Shore show, Dinah Friends. Uh, oh, Bob Loose Wrestling. Yeah, a lot of people remember that. They liked that. Uh, there was uh, other movies. They had the Smart Star Spangled movie, Spider Man. They also hosted the Illinois State Lottery. There was a good time bunch. Uh, oh, another uh, creature features type movie was Monster Rally. And I remember in the beginning, there's some guy in the in the beginning. He's uh, he was um, schlepping <laughs> in the. He, I think he was like being uh, the hunchback of Notre Dame, but he was being a ghoul. And I thought it was hilarious. I think you could find that on YouTube if you search for it. Uh, I mentioned earlier they, they aired the, the Chicago White Sox, but they also aired Chicago Blackhawks and DePaul University, which was nice. Uh, they had Al Lerner Sports. I remember Al Lerner from Channel 5 uh, that he did the sports there. All Night Movies, uh, other reruns, Combat. And uh, talk show Mike Douglas show, outdoors with Ken Calloway, and many many others. Many, uh, many let's see what else. I'm not going to read all of them. Uh, let's see. They also had uh, Marvel superheroes. They had Spider Man. I remember that. Uh, they had two. They had a soap opera from Canada, and it was called High Hopes. I remember the show, and I remember the advertising, but very people remember that. But I do remember there was an interesting bit of trivia. The uh, the father-in-law of uh, Nia Vardalos, who was in My Big Fat Green Wedding, she, he was in that soap opera. And uh, he looked so young back then. So I got the con- uh, I figured out the connection. That was That was amazing. They also had win at race, win at the races. Other, uh, she got. They had the Chicago Bulls, Indiana basketball. They had the roller derby. I remember that. I Spy, uh, the one o'clock movie, and they. Oh, Barbara Walters hosted a show called "Not for Women Only." That was aired at night. I remember that. Uh, let's see. And last but not least, that was on TV. So uh, one day I will talk about on TV. On a later episode, I will go in more depth, and that changed Channel 44 practically forever, and uh, there's a quite a story about that. So we'll see. We'll see about that. Okay, so uh, that'll be all for my podcast for today. Uh, I hope you enjoy it, uh, going down memory lane with me. Um, sorry, I was rambling a little fast, so uh, I get excited. I haven't done a podcast episode since Sunday, uh, so probably I will do another one probably this weekend. That'll be episode nine, and I will choose the topics which I will discuss with you. So uh, again, this that, that's the end of our episode. Uh, thank you for joining me on Vanish Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. This is episode eight. You can I will publish it uh, very soon. You can find them on my social media accounts or my blog. This is Pete Castanis. Thank you for joining me and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye-bye now.